how I'm inspired. We are a community whose support and help each other. Hey, this is Martin. This is Entrepreneur Beach Club Philippines, a community of entrepreneurs, business owners, startups, aspiring entrepreneurs, founders, freelancers, and digital nomads, where we help connect, influence, inspire, collaborate, motivate, guide, learn, and at the same time, have fun with fellow like-minded people and build meaningful relationships. Welcome to our podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about what makes a good company and how to attract top talents. And today, we're here together with the founder, head recruiter of Aleph Talent Solutions. She has 13 years of solid experience in recruitment, sourcing, training, business development, and leadership. Everyone, let us welcome Miss Connie. Hi, How are Mark. you? I'm great. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for inviting me. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for um, letting us. <laughs> do this interview no it, has, it has been like a month i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yes um can you tell us more about you how did you start how did this? i start yeah. being a recruiter or yeah. like how i started uh, the business uh, let's start with how did you start being a recruiter uh yeah. well i finished psychology well i actually graduated double degree so i finished um psychology and then at this like on my fourth year my um gaps like um my free time was too much. Like mm -hmm. I had like six hours between subjects. Oh. So I just decided, <laughs> I just decided to add more subjects. So I graduated double degrees in psychology and education. And then after that, I decided to take up special ed for the heck of it and, and for kicks. Because my brother took up um, occupational therapy. I did that for a semester. And then mm -hmm. I decided, you know what? I'm just going to focus on um, human resources. Um, that's how I started. My first job was, um, my first job was with my mother. Um, I ran the school. Um, she nice. built it yeah. um, for me um, when I first graduated. And then uh, I realized uh, it's not for me. It was more her than, than me. So I decided to um, work elsewhere. I started working at People Support. Um, that was in 2005 when the BPO industry was just um, sprouting. Yeah. And uh -huh. um, yeah, it's, it just started. Just it was yeah. practically empty. There were like one or two. Like here in Ninety Park, it's just it, like one building? I don't, I think you're very young, Mark. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember the village. Do you remember the village? Yes, I remember the village. Okay, great. Yeah. So not I'm not too old then. <laughs> no, it so was, now it's, it's the walk. Yeah, it's the walk yeah, now. It used to be the village. <laughs> yes, and then like that mall there that used to be people support. That was my first job. So um, I started as a contractual um, recruiter, and then um, my first love game. That's Sykes. Sykes Asia. That's where I learned everything about recruitment, about mm -hmm. bulk um, hiring. Um, that's when I um, hired about. 100 or 200 people every week so i was working 16 hours a day monday to sunday that's a lot no? a that lot is a lot like yeah um that's why like um the call center industry is hiring a lot for the first time we have more jobs and people to fill them with so do you really do you actually like um talking these people interviewing them yes yeah, yes so uh on average before i would interview about 60 people in a day Yes, and um, every day, that's every day yeah. um, on average. If we're lucky, we get 60, but there mm -hmm. are times like the walk-ins would be like 10, 20. So we get a sort of break, mm -hmm. but normally it's about 60. And out of 60, only three people will pass. Oh my gosh. That's every day. And yeah. imagine like we have to get people mm -hmm. in um, to a class on Monday. And in a class, there has to be 60. <laughs> so imagine if you only have three people on a Monday and yeah. you only have until Friday. 
So we had to work double time to to get those people in. So yeah, I had to um talk to them. I had to gauge her comm skills. Um, I had to um do the behavioral interviews. I had to do the background check. I had to do everything. How how did you learn about this 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 skills this you know like. It's like called people skills. People yeah. skills. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. Wow. That is a. Uh, mm, how did I learn people yeah. skills? Uh, well, I was. Um, I'm the eldest of five siblings, and uh, I grew up really close to um, my uncles, and I was very close to my grandfather, um, who r- ran power plants, and um, I. I um, I was just very um, observant, I guess. I saw how he dealt with people. I saw how my grandmother dealt with people. They're the biggest influence in my life. So yeah, I learned how to treat people by watching them. That's nice. yeah. So going back to our topic. Yeah. So how did uh, how did you started the, the business? I that? started yeah. the business. I was like um, I started in two thousand five as a recruiter. Yeah. In two thousand fourteen. That's um I that's when I decided I have to start my own because did you, did you like move to a different uh, city co- company or oh, yeah city? I I did after Sykes uh, I yeah. moved to Exalasia um mm-hmm. I stayed there for five years Exalasia is a ha- headhunting company mm-hmm. it's a headhunting and training um company so there I started as a trainer I helped with recruitment and then um I became a training manager and became the site manager site director mm-hmm. and then um after five years I quit. Because I decided to focus on one company because I, I wanted growth. Yeah, yeah. And then after I quit Angel Asia, I still got calls from clients mm-hmm. asking me if I'm still headhunting, yeah, yeah. if I'm still recruiting. So that's when I figured, yeah, I must have been really good at what I did. Because yeah. I had um, people um, still calling me. So I figured, yeah, I have a niche and I have a client base. So what was I scared of? Because mm-hmm. like in that's business, true, yeah. the first thing that you have to um, look for is do you have people that you can solve problems for? Yeah, yeah, first things market, first, yeah. you need to find a problem, you need to solve it. You can't just like think, I want to start a business as a vanity project yeah. or as a hobby because that's never going to work. And then nobody's, uh, you're not sure if somebody's uh, willing to you know, buy it. Yes, or, exactly, yeah, exactly. So that's, that's when I figured, yeah, I have a market for it. And then on the first year of Aleph, when I started in 2014, immediately when I, like after registration, six clients, because they were my oh. former clients. Yeah, yeah. And like, really nice. um, history um, and everything, as they say, is history. Yeah. So can you tell us more about Aleph Talent Solutions? What's so, it about? Yeah, yeah. So Aleph Talent Solutions is now a business incubation company. So we. We help startups um, start their operations here in the Philippines. So on top of um, recruitment, of course, um, taking care of payroll, taking care of admin stuff, um, taking care that all taking care of all the documents uh, necessary to, to start a business here. So like we incubate, so we take care of the team until they can like um, do an independent thing, or like they move out and and do their own thing. Uh, so we do that and we also have training. My husband is um, in charge of the training, um, customer service and comms, um, skills training. So that's my husband. So we also do that. So you have like local clients and international? Local and international, yes. That's how nice. So can you tell us what makes a good company? A good company is definitely a balance between profitability and taking care of good talent, taking care of people. Um, my rule is I never work with clients that do not inspire me and clients mm-hmm. that do not treat their people well. That's 
So um, a good company would like make sure that everyone in the company has growth, is taken care of. A good company would have their employees back. Yeah. Um, the thing I hate is um, see, seeing companies that treat their um, people like they're expendables, like um, you know they're, they can be replaced at any given time yeah. when it's, it's not a fact. Um, to train someone, it takes six months. It's a waste of time and it's a waste of money. Um, losing somebody who earns minimum wage, you'd have to spend about 300 grand on average. So that's a waste of, of money. If it were up to me, um, I would rather just take care of everyone, make sure that performance is managed, and good performance is rewarded. That's that's what's important. So like, other things like having a good company, that means having like a good team also having a um, good personality towards your mm-hmm. workmates or yeah. your team what other else do you think you know for you what makes Aleph Talent a good company like well we're very flexible I, I think um, now in, in our case um, and I'm sure you've experienced traffic yeah. Uh, traffic's so, really bad. Especially we're now, very right flexible. Yeah, we're very, very flexible. I do not care if they want to work at home for that day. I don't mind. So if my guys want to work at home, I'm okay with that. Just give me the numbers and give me the people at the end of the day, at the mm. end of the month. As long as I'm seeing the revenue, we're good, we're cool. And on top of that, I make sure that um, HMO is very important. Health insurance. Yeah. Uh, we are in a country that does not have a good... Um, healthcare um, yeah. system. Uh, we depend on PhilHealth, which doesn't really pay much. So um, for a good company should have health insurance. And based on my experience, the first thing that um, employees or people look for is health insurance, health coverage, because yeah, it's yeah. really expensive. That's true, yeah. um, on, cover- on average, uh, a person uh, who goes to the hospital has to spend about 20,000. Unfortunately, in the Philippines, not everyone has 20,000 pesos lying around. Yeah, that's true. Um, This is a country that uh, still has a very long way to go when it comes to financial literacy. So that's where the employers step in. Um, I like having health insurance for my people because that means they don't have to worry about money. Because somebody who keeps worrying about money is not going to be a productive employee. Um, On top of that, uh, my team also has um, life insurance. So I've already, um, my husband and I made sure that we have retirement plans for them. Yeah. Um, so at least like, it's a thank you for them for, for doing a very good job. I, I think that if you have people working for you, there's a social contract that you take care of them yeah. and they perform. Given That's that true, they yeah. perform, If you of take care of the people you uh, are working for you, they will also take care yes. of you and the company as yes, well. Yes, basically that's yeah. it. So they don't is have there, to worry about there, it. They're like the ones who are helping you grow the company. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, Aleph would not be what it is without the people, the current mm-hmm. people that we have. And we have a wonderful team. I have a uh, very uh, like curious yeah, questions. Sure. Uh, where did the Aleph... Uh, where, yeah, don't worry. Like everybody asked me that. Um, uh, incidentally, when I was coming up with a name, I was reading a Paulo Coelho book. It, it's what's called. It was called Aleph. Mm-hmm. Um, that book was about following your dreams, like you know, not um, not being scared, following the signs. And um, when I went to um, DTI, yeah. when I was about to register, you know, I can be such a rebel. Yeah. So <laughs> the rules there said, you cannot use any letter 
denoting that uh, denoting a quality so you cannot use alpha you cannot use beta you cannot use triple uh, a oh. you cannot use a dti has a lot of um, a lot it's of rules, rules. Yeah. so i decided you know what let's see if i can get away with it yeah, yeah. aleph is actually the first um letter of um the hebrew and muslim alphabet oh, really? uh. yeah and it's used in like magical rituals yeah. and and things like that so i decided like you know what Let's see if I can get away yeah. with it. And I got away with it, and it's been Aleph Down Solutions ever that's since. Really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. So, how do you, how to attract uh, top talent? Well, like now, in the generation that we have, it's not just about money anymore. Yeah. Money can only do so much. Yeah. Um, you attract good talent by being a very supportive um, company. Um, a lot of times, Honestly, I'm worried about the new maternity benefit law mm. because that is going to encourage a lot of companies being yeah. um, a bit biased against uh, women yeah. because that means that maternity benefits are more expensive because you have um, women taking long leaves yeah. and um, the companies have to um, forward um, the benefits, the monetary benefits because SSS will um, pay later. I'm kind of worried about that. Um, it would be nice if a company would, would support the women um, it's very difficult for for new mothers I, i'm not a mother i have dogs but even i would like um feel how difficult it is for them so yeah. um i had people before when i was working um elsewhere we had a lot of absences because uh a female employee doesn't have a helper uh, does not yeah. have a yaya and not only um, female employees i also had male employees who had the same problem mm -hmm. Because finding a good yaya or nanny is very difficult. Yeah, that's true. Um, I really hope that um, employers would consider having a daycare mm. in the company. Yeah, yeah. Because that will really minimize tardiness. That will minimize absences, and that will like put um, parents at ease yeah, because um, because you have your kid there, having fun, and you're working, and you know you're making a mm. living for your family. Um, that's not something we have here in the Philippines. I think there are a few companies that do that, yeah. but very few and far in between. Um, I think it's a good business. Yeah, it, it, well it's, it's, it's a actually very good business. Because <laughs> yeah. again, finding a yaya is yeah. so difficult. And you have horror stories about yaya yeah. stealing things or abusing kids. Yeah. So yeah, that that is going to be very helpful. Also, flexibility. Allowing um, employees to work from home when they need to. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about parents. I'm talking about um, young people who happen to be the breadwinners, people who have to take care of their family. So um, not only that, people who live far, like who are forced to come to Cebu for yeah. better opportunities. So let's say for somebody sure. lives in Dumaguete. Yeah, and like, let's say province. that person visited Dumaguete for the weekend, but there's yeah. a storm or something, so he can't come back. There should be a flexibility that allows that person to work from home That's and, true, and yeah. not punish that person for wanting to make a living yeah. and like keep the balance between, you know, making money and yeah. spending time with family. That's true, this, this is like the, the best era ever because there's internet. <laughs> exactly, and, it's know, just easy. It just it's, it's easy, yeah. like I don't understand like people who do not take advantage of that. Yeah. There, we have so much resources wise. That's and true. it's uh, although our internet in the Philippines is among the most expensive and the most yeah. unreliable, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, if unless you're in manufacturing where you have to be in a production line, yeah. I don't think you need to be in the office twenty like you know eight hours a day. If if your job does not require you to be in the office all the time, yeah. then by all means, 
um, I don't see anything wrong with flexibilities. Um, I think telecommuting is is, is good. Um, because you know, like uh, we don't have, we can minimize more vehicle. We can min- minimize vehicles. Yeah. So we solve traffic, and we solve stress. That's true. So we don't have to worry about it. And there are um, software that um, can monitor time anyway. So yeah, I, I don't see a, the problem. Apps nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what's the uh, the ultimate goal for uh, you or yeah. your company? Well, my, the ultimate goal and um, for Aleph is definitely, you know, being the best at what we do. Yeah. Um, I'm very type A. Um, I'm very obsessed with being able to deliver. So we want to be the go-to people um, for startups and for, for companies that, yeah. that want, like, good people, um, that want a good system. Like, um, I want Aleph to be syn- synonymous to quality and speed. Because uh, our rule here is that every time our client like looks for people, yeah. especially like um, very um, um, tricky profiles, yeah. my rule is within two days we should be able to endorse. Two days is the latest. Mm-hmm. So that's the speed. yes, that's the speed that that's we want. Because um, we've had um, complaints from clients who you know um, just um, relied on posting, yeah, uh, yeah. posting on a job page, and uh, for three months no hires and, and we don't want that we, we want to change that because um, having a, a missing employee or team member really affects your revenues like really really badly how, how did you manage to make it like a consistent uh, pace with like the, the speed of like two days like how did you make it consistent for over honestly obsession <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah. Mark it's obsession like I, I have a wonderful yeah. team as well like Marinelle yeah. our vice president who also happens to be an amazing financial advisor like with the with the, um Philam and um, Steve our account manager and Audrey um, I, I guess you could say I hired people who are very much like me mm, like who are nice. very obsessive about like okay, we want this, we want quality. They're very competitive in a good way. Like you see, we have a scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like those yeah. are our hires. And, and so people just look at that like, Steve's beating us, so we have to yeah. do better and things like that. So yeah, we, we I hired people who are like that. Yeah. Um, at the same time, they're also part of the corporation. Their names are on the corporation. They're board members. So they have an accountability. So it's make or break, do or die. If they don't do well, it's their names on that board. Um, on that, um, it's their names on um, the board of directors. So I can go to them and like, this is also your company. What are yeah. you doing? Nice. So they they feel responsible. So this is our baby. This is our company. This is no longer mine. It's not just about a, you. It's the the whole team. It's the whole yeah. team, definitely. Um, also, um, funny trivia. My husband like bought part of the company because yeah. when we met, I was single. I was already running Aleph, mm-hmm. and then my husband said, "You know what? I'm just going to make sure that I own half the company, so you never get rid of me." Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. That's a that's a, like a really smart way. It is very smart. My my husband is a very smart man. That's so nice stuff. Uh, what are your greatest challenge of like being a founder? Greatest challenge of being a founder, or an intern. like honestly, it's keeping balance. Mm-hmm. Um, balance that's I think that's what I would advise any like yeah work life balance. Uh, like um, before when I was younger, I would always say there's no such thing as a work life balance mm-hmm. because if you want to accomplish something significant, there has something you to need sacrifice. to give up and mm-hmm. you need okay. to sacrifice. But the older I get, and Alice was you know turned five and 
we're finally um, we've reached the level we're on um, I realized that at the end of the day you really have to spend time with the people who um, are there and love you regardless of what you've accomplished yeah. yes like um, I realized that when my grandfather died um, a year ago and I, I didn't get to you know um, visit and say goodbye that was like you know what after 8 p.m. I'm just not going to answer emails anymore unless it's very important urgent, yeah. like very 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 urgent because before and my husband complained about it um, my, my my phone my emails um, they were attached to my hand mm, like, like every time every time even when I'm you know half asleep anywhere, even when I'm, yeah. anywhere even when I'm on vacation um, and I, I, I forgot to like just you know enjoy and Disconnect. take a break yeah, and, and the thing about like not taking breaks is that w before you know it you're burnt out and I was burnt out um, there were two occasions when I was burnt out um, yeah so um, to, to maintain a healthy pace and to just you know keep your business healthy keep yourself healthy and just stay balanced speaking of burning out miss um, why why did that happen and how did you recover I was so burnt out because I was like working constantly because for me like as I, I mentioned yeah. I'm I need to be like um, so fast it's I it's need to obsession. answer everything quickly yeah. it's an obsession that's why I was burnt out because mm -hmm. for me everything was urgent when in fact it's not there's mm -hmm. urgent and important urgent not important and then it's important not urgent not urgent and not important mm -hmm. um, it's a lesson we learned when we were younger and honestly we, I forgot about that people forget about that and that's something that you shouldn't forget and something that you should exercise otherwise you really burn out spectacularly how did you manage to recover from that um, I took a break like um, I really went to see um, a psychiatrist I, I think like we really also need to talk about mental health especially among entrepreneurs because mm -hmm. it's it's difficult for entrepreneurs like uh, as I told you earlier if you if you want to start a business or you want to be in business well number one you need to be mentally tough yeah, you right. need to be an emotional athlete yeah. because it's hard it <laughs> is hard hard yeah. cannot even begin to describe it um, uh, the, the thing about like most stories is that people just concentrate on the successes they forget about how somebody yeah. struggled before how, getting how, there how did they get there yeah and that's why like um, I was joking with my husband like I don't really like calling myself an entrepreneur mm -hmm. because it, there's just something so pretentious about it because yeah. it's become like a, a byword for people you know who want to appear that they're successful when they're not like they put on their profiles on Instagram or wherever mm -hmm. that they're entrepreneurs when yeah. in fact they're not yeah. um, <laughs> just to make their exactly in the same way like I don't want to call myself or mm -hmm. I I would hate it if somebody associated the word influencer with me mm -hmm. because that's not how I am there's just something so pretentious about it um, so yeah like we, we need to talk about that it's hard it is really hard and um, unfortunately mental health is not something that's taken um, seriously yeah. in the Philippines it's like I don't understand like if you can talk about diabetes if you can talk about cancer why can't you talk about mental health um, I, I learned I, I dealt with it I I was able to deal with it because I had an amazing therapist I, I have an amazing um, psychiatrist who really taught me like you know you really need to take breaks um, so nice. the world will not end if you don't answer an email <laughs> right now so like yeah these things which I should have known beforehand which I forgot 
and these are the things that my psychiatrist is like and my husband are like really reminding me constantly and now like um, my psychiatrist is saying like you know what if it's not important just leave because it's still going to be there the following day and that's something I forgot so now I take breaks, mini breaks. That's why I remember like I texted you yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I said like, Mart, like, just text me when you're on your way because I'm just taking a little break. Those yeah. are my little personal breaks mm-hmm. when I'm not answering emails, when I'm not thinking about work, when I'm just sipping <laughs> hot yeah. chocolate. Do you have like specific uh, time on uh, how long do you take breaks or what time no, you specifically not, take no, breaks? No, no specific time. Like um, a good 10 minutes would be good mm-hmm. just to breathe, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you're overwhelmed. Um, you need to step back because like the thing about stepping back and like breathing is that everything especially when there are problems like everything becomes clear and you become more effective problem solving is there like a specific thing is for like taking a break or how do you take a break because anything like how do you take a break martin (laughs) uh, sometimes if uh, i'm like really burnt out really tired i don't have anything to like pull out creativity Sometimes I just you know, like watch YouTube videos or movies. That's that's a good yeah. thing. Like anything that does not remind you of work. Oh, just nice. do anything that does not remind you of work. And, and you're good. So how do you take a break? I read. I mm. read. I, I go downstairs. I, I walk for a bit. Um, I love capoeira. Um, so like oh, I, nice. I've noticed that if I don't do capoeira, I'm just like off whack. Uh, I'm really imbalanced and I, I get cranky, so I really need that in my life. So something that's the something that's different from what you do every day, do that. So if it's reading, if it's yeah. watching YouTube videos for you, watching cat videos for you, do it. It's, it's it, it it really works. Yeah. Um, my brother, uh, my brother like told me like, Ate, why don't you meditate? That's because he, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. he, he does it. Yeah, he does it. I do meditate early in the morning. Um, it keeps me grounded. It's like you know my my personal quiet time every day. I really need that on Wednesdays. Um, I go to church. That's also my personal time. It's like also part of meditating. As That's well. part yeah. of my meditating. Although I'm not religious per se, I go to church. Um, I out of habit. Um, yeah. I was Catholic school for 19 years. You cannot like shake that off. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so I, I do that. And then like those things that, like really keep me grounded. Um, of course, my dogs That's and my cats. So yeah, those like things that um, try to take me away from work for a while. And then like we can just go back the following day to do what you're supposed to do anyway. Yeah. So you said a while ago, Miss, like you don't want to be called like a influencer yeah. or entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you define entrepreneur or entrepreneurship? Like, it's not glamorous at all. I think yeah. we have to call entrepreneurs what they really are. Mm-hmm. They're problem solvers. They're crisis controllers. They're glorified ambulance chasers. They're, um, they're people who willingly take emotional pain every day. They're masochists. You know, these are the people. Um, I think it was Sean Parker of Napster who said it. Like, being an entrepreneur is... Um, eating glass yeah. and liking the taste of your own blood that is an yeah. entrepreneur i think that's really precise <laughs> that is precise it is it yeah. is that's why i love it like yeah. um i that's actually good, like keep like reminding myself that yeah. it is eating glass and liking the taste of your own blood yeah <laughs> and that's what we do every day that's true that is so true so you have you know simple tips to our listeners on how to overcome uh, these challenges of being an entrepreneur, starting a business. Yeah. Some of the, some of our, you know, listeners are just starting their business or planning to 
start their own business. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, firstly, uh, I think it's offset. It's um, it's been repeated constantly. Find something you love. Yeah. Um, don't just say I I want to go into business and I want to do restaurants because people eat. Yeah. You don't do that. Restaurant or running a restaurant is among the worst and most difficult <laughs> um, businesses you can yeah. ever do. Um, don't do saying. that. Don't just do like I I want to do. Something like, that's trending. Something that's trending. Yeah. Don't do that. Do not ever do that because, yeah, when you lose that, um, yeah, that's a lot of money involved. That's a lot of emotions involved. A lot of effort. A lot of sleepless night. Don't do that. Like, do something you love. Passion yeah. is overrated. Passion is very overrated. You can be passionate about something, but you're not necessarily good at it. Yeah. And um, you can't get paid for it. So find something that you commit to passion is one thing but it's commitment that will see you through mm. your obsession for mm. it so find something that you will commit to and not mind find something that's actually solving a problem so if you say like okay i want to sell clothes online mm -hmm. what is your difference uh what makes you different with the other with uh, yeah compared other to the yeah, other people doing selling. it like yeah. okay i want to like yeah if you say you want to um sell let's say um body scrub or whatever like okay again you need to find your niche you need to differentiate yourself okay mm -hmm. in our case aleph of course we have competitors as I, I told you mart like our competitors are from manila our competitors are from singapore are from malaysia and we're the only homegrown cebu based yes, um headhunting nice. firm yeah. uh now and we're very proud of that um we differentiated ourselves by being like really approachable and we're not difficult to deal with um we talked to one of our clients um recently um it's the uh, the biggest hardware in cebu hardware chain in cebu and they were like you know like you're the first um vendor we've ever come across that's actually very um flexible because you're like we admit we're very expensive we would admit that we're pretty pricey so even before they ask i tell them Okay, let me know if you're having a hard time with the rates because we can do something about it. Mm -hmm. So, because um, I know how businesses work and I know how difficult they can be, so I don't want to add pressure to my client. So again, solve a problem. Yeah, because your clients are having their own pressure. Yes, and they business. also have their own budget, so you also yeah. have to um, you also have to think of that. Um, differentiate yourself what makes you different you cannot be you know a dime you can be among you know a dime a dozen you can't be that do something different um solve a problem like what problems can we solve now traffic how can you solve traffic what is so problematic about traffic um uh, my favorite is um you know those kids at sm like they give you or Which like one, the sm city sm city yeah. yeah like when it's raining i see kids who would go um to someone who yeah. needs to cross the street, the kid uh -huh. would like offer an umbrella yeah. and ask for five pesos yeah, yeah. in return. Yeah. I think that's very entrepreneurial. I think that's a that's a genius. Yeah. Um, I think that kid's a genius because he's solving a problem for five pesos. Yeah. Like you can do that. Like do something like that. Um, what like we have a problem with water? Yeah. Uh, how can you solve a problem with water? Uh, yeah, we have to solve these issues. Um, and. Um, Hopefully, like uh, we have more social entrepreneurs who are not only profiting but are also like um, also um, helping the community. That's why we are doing what we're doing because we're not only helping businesses scale 
and expand for also helping people find better opportunities and better career that's why we love what we do so there has to be a balance if your business is not helping the community yeah then you're doing it for the wrong reasons that's so true so aside from finding your niche helping the community what other else you know uh, what other things do you need in order to, uh, if you're planning to be an entrepreneur definitely be an emotional athlete <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like be an emotional athlete get ready get for ready, it prepare for prepare it. for it it's actually the, like, the like they, they yeah they, they keep telling you that marriage is difficult yeah. running a business is worse <laughs> yeah so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worse so yeah. like prepare for it prepare um going nuts when you deal with the government agencies because it's really going to test your patients um it's a universal problem cash flow because sometimes yeah. you have clients that will pay late so make sure that you really save um, every penny that you're, you make ready, yeah. so you're always saving up for expenses that will um, come along unexpectedly and um, mm. yeah prepare for that That's like true. definitely think, prepare for that not a lot of people are aware of that 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 part the cash flow part yeah i have to yeah. tell you now <laughs> so yeah. i have to tell you now it, it, it's going to be problematic so make sure that you have that covered um i i would also tell um people aspiring entrepreneurs if you're not ready yet do not quit your day jobs mm. okay True. if you do not have the funding for it do not quit your day jobs so at least you have you know a safety net yeah um but, and you have like but, cash coming in yeah. But I think this is also okay to quit your day job. It's really up to if you. If you are willing to take the, the risk, not just the risk, but also you're not you're willing to take the the like not live in a fancy life. Yes, like you eat. have to be Spartan. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Live you're in right. A, you're right. In a if, really if, not good apartment, and yeah. then you have to eat like the like fast food or carinderia you, <laughs> every day that's okay you can yeah. you can do it so if like, that's it that's it you can quit your day job if you're willing to do that yeah. if you're willing to live the spartan life if you're willing to sacrifice by all means go ahead quit your day job focus on it but if you're not ready yeah. to give up your yeah. future comforts do not quit your day job but be prepared to put in 16 to 18 hours of work for, because yeah. you'll be at work for eight hours and then after you um, get home you have to work on you know on, on your business, business yeah. so be prepared for that um, being an entrepreneur also means that you won't have much of a social life you'll be missing a lot of parties a lot of um, get-togethers yeah. you will not be seeing your family for a while be prepared for that um, also like um, it's it would be good if you have this conversation with the people close to you because not everyone will understand yeah so you have to explain to them that okay this is what I want to do I want to start a business and I want to focus on it please do not take it personally if I don't see you for a while That's true. like when I was starting I didn't see yeah. my dad yeah. well, uh, but he was okay with it I don't know I like I didn't see my dad for about months mm -hmm. I didn't see my dad for months like it because um, I was living in my own apartment, as you said, a tiny apartment at yeah. that time when I was starting the business. I didn't see my dad. I didn't go home because I was working constantly. And then it was actually my dad who kept reminding me because um, I was crying because it was really hard. I was crying and I was like, I'm so sorry. Um, I was telling my dad, I'm so sorry. Um, business is not making money yet, so I cannot go home yet. And my dad's like, what do you expect? It will take at least five years before you start making money. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the reality. <laughs> yes, and, and yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that I have a father who's very supportive and um, who really got, who really um, reminded me 
that it's it's normal because if he hadn't been like that i don't think i would have survived um i'm grateful for the wonderful supportive understanding people like my 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 dad and in my family and my in-laws are amazing uh, my husband okay not everyone not every guy is okay mm-hmm. with marrying a workaholic type a obsessive yeah. compulsive uh, freak <laughs> of nature mm-hmm. uh so yeah um you need to find people who understand that because if you want to start a business and if you're with people who don't get that maybe it's time to find new friends yeah that's true that's so true do you do you what are your you know upcoming projects or some um i think you <laughs> are into speaking as well Uh, not really. I only speak when I get invited, but I, I don't really go out and like yeah. speak. I only speak when I get invited. Um, the JavaScript guys were really nice and they invited me um, for an event and uh, that that was nice. Um, also, like I, I go to my alma mater, STC, when they invite me, but that's it. I don't really like go out and, and speak. <laughs> I don't like, oh yes, I, I don't like go out and say, here I am, I'm an entrepreneur, I have something to say, I can teach you, you pay me. I, I don't do that. I think that's really pretentious. Like, no offense to anybody doing that. But that's just on me. <laughs> so, what are your like, up- upcoming events? Like, uh, we don't really have upcoming projects. events. However, <laughs> yeah. um, we're really looking for highly talented um, C Sharp.net programmers and developers. We're mm-hmm. looking for accountants. We're looking for um, we're looking for um, business analysts, technical writers. We're actually looking for a lot of people. Um, yeah, you can check our page, Elf Talent Solutions, um, for more details. We're definitely looking for a lot of um, talented people. So those are, you know, those. That's it. Like that's our event. So. All right. So thank you so much, Miss Annie, so much, for joining Martin. us and sharing your, you know, experiences and knowledge to all the ex- aspiring entrepreneurs and business owners. I hope you have learned a lot today, and we are hoping to hear from you. Please do let us know what you have in mind. We are more than happy to do a podcast session with you. Suggested topic. Comment down below or follow us on our social Entrepreneur Beach Club PH TV on YouTube and Entrepreneur Beach Club PH on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, don't forget to Hi. follow uh, Miss Connie on her social. Yeah. Um. Sorry, yeah, you can follow me on um, my social media page if you want. It's Connie April Barrientos Scary, so I hyphenated as you can see. Yeah. Or our page, um, Aleph Talent Solutions. Awesome. So that's it for today. Guys, spread the productivity and see you on the next podcast. How I'm inspired. Yeah, we are a community whose support has helped each other.